Hayyim Yom Gimel Kislev, the third day of Kislev, says the Rebbe. The Rebbe. From the differences, the, the distinctions between the conduct of the holy Baal Shem Tev, the Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tev, the founder of Hasidus, so the greatest man that ever lived. When was he born, Label? Nope, that's when he passed away. When was he born? Oh, sorry. Was... Yeah? Probably 1798. Yeah. Almost. 1698. And 1698 passed away in the year 1760. The founder, he revealed, he became revealed to the world in the year 1734. What was the difference in him and his successor, Rabbi Dovber, the Magnet of Mezrich, the preacher of Mezrich, right? Rabbi Dovber, who we actually don't know when he was born, interestingly enough. Many opinions say that he was older than the Baal Shem Tev, but he was, became his prime student. He studied under the Baal Shem Tev for eight years, which is the same exact amount of years that the Alter Rebbe was a student of his Rebbe, the Magnet, also eight years. Um, so the last eight years of the Baal Shem Tev's life, he was a student, and then he took over in uh, 1760, 61, and until uh, he passed away in 1772. So what was the difference between how he led and the way the Baal Shem Tev led? Says the Rebbe. The Rebbe seems to say very technical things, but obviously he's bringing out something about the whole way of conducting oneself. The Baal Shem Tev was heavily involved in constant traveling. The Baal Shem Tev used to go around for the Shtetlach. From village to town to city, used to engage the Baal Sh- the Magid. On the other hand, the Rabbi Doivber stayed home. You came to him. There's always the question when you take out the Sefer Torah: Should the whole crowd go chase after the Sefer Torah, or should the one carrying, bearing the Torah, take it around to every individual? It's a good question in life. Who lives for who? Do we live for the Torah? Or the Torah lives for us, right? It's a, it's a good it's a good it's a good debate. It's a good question. How should it be? Maybe everyone, why is the Torah coming to you? You go, you go to the Torah. The Torah should go out of its way in your direction. You go out of your way for the Torah's direction. Anyways, so, that's, so over here we have the Baal Shem Tev used to go travel around. The Magid used to stay at home. Another distinction was that in the days of the leadership of the Magid, Rabbi Doivber, it was already famous. It was already well known. For some, they say in Hebrew, which means it was... It was very, it was public knowledge in Washington. Everybody knew about the Indian Chassidus, about the concept of Chassidus, even in the most distant places, Gambe Merchakim. How so? Through all of the journeys of all the students of the Baal Shem Tov. It wasn't even the Baal Shem Tov himself, by the way, couldn't do it. He had a whole Chavrayi Kadisha, his 60 students, his followers, called the, the Holy, the Holy uh, Chavrayi, the Holy Chavra, like all the people come to this Kailo. These are holy Chavra, Chavrai Kadisha, right, Jonathan? Chavrai Kadisha. And Rabbim Ibalibatim Bainanim, a society, a holy society. But Rabbim Balabatim Bainanim, and many of the, 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 the normal Balabatim. And this is very interesting. Why are we bringing up who cares about Balabatim? We know that in Chabad, Balabatim is a Dover Mazulim. Right? The Rabbeim used to say that. A balabas means that you're a business person, you, you, your world, your life is physical. They used to say it's like a disgusting thing. 
Even if you happen to work, don't say I'm a bala boss. I'm a bala boss. You're not a bala boss. You're a yid. But we see over here that that there has to be an objective measure to be able to measure and value your our accomplishments. In other words, how have our activities and thought processes, etc., have they penetrated the world of the balabatim? That's a very and it's a very good question. In the world of normal businessmen, you know, in America, you used to not be able to vote unless you're a landowner. Why? Because landowners, these are people who are responsible, normal human beings who know what money is, who know what value is, who know what the, how the world functions and runs. So, right? And then everything changed. Now everybody gets to vote, and, and now that's why elections are based on emotions. Right? It used to be based on facts, based on money, based on, you know, based on real things. So the... So the, but but the, we see the Balabatim. So on the one hand, we say the Gemara, the Shochnar of Paskins, the Smeh, Das Balabatim Das The opinion of Balabatim is the opposite of the opinion of Torah. Their minds are twisted. They're so entrenched in the world that they can't see a perspective which goes outside of the box of the world. Pure spirituality, truth, MS, godliness. But yet we we measure our accomplishments, being that they are the criteria of this broken, crooked world. And they have the crooked world figured out, so to speak. In other words, they function. They've already figured out how this world works. If they have somehow chassidus and Torah has penetrated them, it's a sign of our success. That's what I think that I'm saying. Many of the balabatim, benim, the normal balabatim, not the unique ones who study Torah also for hours a day, and so on, this kashul chassidus became mekusher, came attached to the teachings of chassidus, and they themselves used to go travel to Mizrich and so on. The Rebbe is saying like it's two, two things, but seemingly I would say that they're one and the same. Why was the Maggid able to stay home? Because it was famous and therefore people were attracted, were already coming. Um, however, the fact that the Rebbe divides it into two, Vaidzais, furthermore, as if it's two different things, means that it was a way of life regardless. In other words, that's uh, so what I think, meaning even if, they wouldn't, even if it wouldn't have been famous, there's two ways of, 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 of doing it. The Baal Shemta's way was by traveling and going to every village. And the Magdal's way was staying in his house, staying in his, in his town, and creating such a fire that it attracted. Um, so there's, there's two approaches. There's two approaches. Um, and they both have legitimacy, and, and we have to follow both. You know, it says we have to follow Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, even though they're different paths. The, the Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov of Chassidus is the Baal Shemta, the Magdal, and the Alter Rebbe. You have to follow everybody. So there's a time for the Baal Shemtiv, which means you have to have, on the one hand, let's take our community, for example. Beautiful Upper East Side, 70,000 Jews living, there's 210,000 people living in this neighborhood, 70,000 of them are Jewish, right? A pretty solid neighborhood, right? There's two approaches. You go, you conquer, you go to every Jew, you ask them, are you Jewish? You try getting them to Pransville, you go to Park Avenue, Madison Avenue, right? Uh, uh, Fifth Avenue, etc., you could also go to First Avenue. Someone's making a face at me. It's fine. They're also, we still, they, they're also Jewish. They count. You know what I'm saying? In any event, the, the, the point is, that's one approach. But then, you have to make a coil environment of Torah, of such a burning fire, such a passion for, like, for godliness that everyone wants to be part of the action. Every, even people living on Fifth Avenue, don't want, they have, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? FOMO. You know, everyone has FOMO. You don't want to miss out. So where's the fabregan happen? Where's the excitement in life? Everyone knows it's in Chabada. You know, Chabada. You come, here's the party. Here we fabreg, etc. So there's these two approaches, the Magad. And then, in addition, of course, you have to measure your success based on, not just as an approach, but as a reality. Have, has the word spread? 
Is it is it the context in which people uh, measure, think about things in the world, etc.? Are the balabatim beinim are they mukusha to teres achsidus? I'll add one more thing, um, which is that if you look at the letter where this is taken from, which is actually a letter to the Rebbe, to our Rebbe, uh, it mentions that that the balabatim, and it's interesting because that's what balabatim are. They're very box, it's very square people, but 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 it's saying it as an accomplishment of chassidus. That it became, after a few years, they became a Seder Muflig. And I never saw this Lushan anywhere else. So I have to do a search. Maybe it's a common Lushan. became a Seder Muflig. That Abayim taught how it's talk a lot, how it's so important to have Seder. The only way you're going to accomplish things in life, really, is having a Seder. Very, very, extremely orderly and organized and, and, and set up, right? Even though you're supposed to come with this crazy energy, but you're supposed to, it's supposed to be organized. So the Rebbe over here uses the Lashon, a Seder Muflig, they became a, a, which means a, a, a shocking, a, a, how do you say Muflig? Unbelievably orderly, right? How orderly it became that, that people had the time they used to come to Mizrich and, and everything was set up. And the Rebbe mentions this after saying that the Balabatim became close to Chassidus, which means that maybe it shows a sign that Chassidus has penetrated the world, that even though Chassidus in its own is chaotic almost, because it's infinite and it's godly, but yet when it's truly penetrated and infiltrated the world, it's going to take a form of being very, very, um, um, something you could describe in a very orderly way, a seder muflik, as, as you can see in the letter for yourself. I'm going to quote the words in Hebrew. The kavur after a few years went by, histadru hachsidim beseder muflik. They organize in a, in a Seder Muflig, Kol Echad Me'ach Sidim, Ha'ilei Zmanu Mu'ad. Chaim Lebrach, I want you to have a fantastic day.